GameZillaMedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, co-host, Jesse Fiddle! And our producers, the Deadite Knight and Testonomics. What up, though? Hello, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's it? Where's all the energy? I'm saving it. Okay. Okay. Because better- J- Jazzy brought so much energy last week, I know he cannot possibly sustain that, so I'm going to have to have an explosion of energy probably somewhere midway through the news for no reason. I'm probably going to get way too excited about a topic for no reason whatsoever. (laughs) That sounds about right. All right, well, welcome to episode 205 of the GameZilla podcast. You can influence this show. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, did you have something else? I did, but it's cool. All right, well, you can do that No, your thing's way more important than You can influence this podcast and get (laughs) other great perks like early access, game of the month, behind the scenes, and much more by supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media for the deets. I was going to say this will be the greatest episode of GameZilla podcast history. I have nothing to back that up on, but I'm just going to say it from every episode from here on out because I think that way really just, you know, like if you're here tonight, if you're here on this show and you're watching it on twitch.tv slash GameZilla podcast, sorry, GameZilla Media, or you're going to, you know, listen to it in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio tomorrow, wherever it is that you get this content, I'm telling you, today is the day. I can just feel it. I feel it in my bones. It might be... It could be cancer, but I mean, right now I'm going to go with it's a good feeling. Do you feel that way because you know I'm about to bring some mad hype for no reason? Yeah, well, yeah, we know we know you're going to lose. We, we know you're going to like lose your mind. So that's pretty typical. But I feel like you've been reserved recently. And so it's all been building up and it's just going to be this just explosion of deadite. So we'll see. We'll see I what feel, happens. I feel like I've had so much energy put into moving. And, and uh, you know, settling into my house that I feel like now that I've been in it for a total of like 10 or 11 days, I feel like my energy levels are coming back up. I'm sleeping better. Good. good. I'm, I'm living my best life. Yeah, you're adjusting. You're I getting s- there. I still don't play video games, but, you know. If somebody donates bits right now, it'll look like games all pooping in the cup. I mean, not it, hey, if someone of? donates money, I'll poop in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get don't make no, don't make me I won't see, do that. Yeah, we're uh, gonna get. Yeah, those will be the last bits we ever get. So. But it'll be the greatest show we've ever. Yeah. All right, you know you what? Won't be wrong. I, I can't argue you that won't one. Be wrong. Anyways, episode two hundred five. <laughs> we got a lot to cover. We got oh, no. uh, up, up, oh. oh, and we got just got a bit coming out of our our plastic. Godzilla, Gamezilla. <laughs> All right. But we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, let's get right into Team Talk. Ooh. Yes. 
that button not worked? Is I, that one broken? I think he broke it. He now. broke it. All right, let me... And so much for oh, the... Doot, 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 doot. There it is. Ah. So we're on the beach today, everyone. We're enjoying that the weather is finally broke. It's only September here in Michigan, which means we have two more days of warm weather before it's cold again. So enjoy it because we've only had three days total. But anyways, it's nice out. Test changed up the background a little bit, and we're going to get into our gaming moment of the week. And I'm going to start this week because I'll be damned if Jazzy Fiddle, Mr. I'm a hot shot now and I'm I'm leading this show as like the A-lister is going to steal my thunder for something that I've waited eight years for. Eight years. That's right. I got to play God of War on the PS4, and it deserves every 10 out of 10, Mr. Testonomics. I know you hate it. I know you hate it. But my God, is this game a masterpiece. It is everything I hoped for. Everything I was scared scared about has been just snuffed out. I'm not I'm not have no problems with it. The the new weapons are different but feel but feel like Kratos and I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'm not going to talk about, you know, any of the gameplay. I'm just simply going to tell you if you are waiting on this game. If you don't think this game is for you because you never played any of the other God of War games. I will tell you right now, you need to play this game. You will love it. It is one of the first of all one of the most beautiful video games I've ever played. Uh coming from the PS4 Pro, it looks like it, it looks like an Xbox One X game. It, it, like what they have managed to do with this system is, I can only imagine, pushes it to the limits. But nonetheless, I am, um, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm about 15 hours in. Here's how, here's how much, how enjoyable this game is. My wife, who has really never played a God of War game in her life, is outpacing me right now in her copy and is further along in this game than I am and I'm just struggling to find free time to keep playing so I don't fall too far behind um, because she's like you gotta keep up we need to talk about you know what's happening and I'm like don't you say a thing right now don't you say a thing right now so um, yeah it's it's been great I I love I love the um, I love the story so far the mechanics are amazing Santa Monica's done it again this new team has really stepped in and the one thing I will tell you that is really interesting is that the director of this game wanted to do something special and he actually tried to do it with Tomb Raider and it was a continue like a, a one shot right like in, in the movie biz we would look at like Children of Men as, as an example where lots of that most of that movie was one continuous shot with no cuts right and the, the, he wanted to do that in a video game. So he did it with, or he, he, he wanted to do a Tomb Raider, and Square Enix said, no, you're crazy, we're not doing it. And so he left Tomb Raider, went to Santa Monica, and, and said, hey, I want to do this concept with the new God of War. And they said, go for it. And I'm telling you what, this that concept in this game is one reason why this game feels so special. It's one reason why it's like you don't, it, there's no, it doesn't feel like chapters. It doesn't feel like I just beat a level. It just feels like you keep going. You just keep going and, and, and you keep expanding the world and trying to figure out what the hell's going on. So good so far. And the mysteries are only getting better and better. So 
That's my gaming moment of the week. It's taken eight years. I'm super happy. Uh, I picked up the Stonemason edition. The statue's really... You can go over to our Instagram page, and you can see the statue and all the extra goodies. But the statue is fantastic. Um, and it's one of my favorite steel cases, too. I thought the steel case was really cool. Um, simplistic, but a really nice design. So, Deadite, what about you? What's your uh, game moment of the week? So, sidebar, I have the internet again. Let me give myself some horns. I've now returned to the world of online gaming. Um, and I played some Destiny 2 with the boys. And, uh, yep, still not that fun. So, that's not going to be. <laughs> there hang it is. Hang Thank with the you. boys was good. Thank you. The Iron Banner still is not nearly what Iron Banner was for me for Destiny 1. It was no. still hugely disappointing. But had a good time with the boys. My gaming moment of the week is also God of War related. Now, because I didn't have a PlayStation 2, I got uh, a PS3 uh, permanently loaned to me from Grimlock uh, at the end of the PS3's life. Um, I actually never got really into God of War. It was always a franchise that I looked at when looks really cool. It just wasn't really within my graphs. So years ago, I picked up the two-pack that's the remaster God of War 1 and God of War 2 used for four bucks on PS3. And I started them like two years ago, like right around the time God of, the new God of War got announced. It's like, I'm going to play through all the God of War games leading up to this new game. I put like maybe six or seven hours into God of War one weekend, got kind of stuck at a point, and that was a year and a half ago. So here we are this week, and I'm like, man, I better start picking up the God of War. Now, I was hoping, because I'm going to borrow either Grim or Brick Bitch's copy when they're done with the game, um, I was hoping to get through a little bit more of one of the classic God of Wars, maybe to give me a little bit better base and understanding for the franchise. So I hopped right in, uh, picked right back up where I was stuck in God of War 1, and I got past it, and it really is super fun. It it's what I've always thought the series was was you know fun, um, arcade style hack and slash beat 'em up with some puzzles and a cool story and badass scenery and uh, I've I've really had a lot of fun with it. So I'm I'm excited to be able to play God of War the new God of War when you're done with it. But at the same time, I kind of want you to stretch it out a little bit longer because I, I it would be really cool if I could finish the original God of War before I hopped right into this new game. Yeah, I can tell you that originally I thought like I was going to burn through, you know, they were talking 20 hours for the game if you play, if you push the story hard, the the, the main storyline hard, otherwise 50 hours um, if you want to do everything. And I, I was like, ah, I probably won't do everything, right? Because I'm sure some of the things will be tedious and just like, and, and, and not... Yeah, collect and, stuff. Yeah, and, and not just very like... Rewarding, and uh, I, <laughs> I might go for the plat on this one. This might, this might be my Horizon Zero Dawn. I, um, I just, I'm having so much fun, and every time I get to a new, like, the game is still linear, and then it opens up into pockets. Is kind of what mm -hmm. it feels like to me. So because of that, I drive. I get to a point that opens, and I'm like, cool, yeah, you know what? I'll take a break and I'll explore, and then I drive again, right? And so that it. It's like it's not too much. Sometimes open world games to me, like uh, Witcher, right, is that it gets so damn big and so much shit on the screen that I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm just like, eh, screw it. I'm going to push the storyline because I just don't. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go around these 40 different like, you know, huts and talk to these people that are looking for their like bottle of water that they forgot, you know, when they were fishing. I just don't care. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I, I really like the pacing of the game. I will say that comparing it to old, you know, I've played so much God of War, especially God of War 3, that I love this game, but it definitely is a matured version of God of War. Like, it's not the 
crazed combo button masher that every other God of War has right. been, and I and I welcome it. It's it's weird. Like at first I was like, uh oh, and then right away I was like, no, I like this. I like this a lot. And so you know, it's interesting because it's an it's a it's really a growth of Kratos and and the IP in general that this game is like so much more of a piece of art and a story and just like this super well done like it's going this has a like it's my contender now for game of the year like i can't like i know there's a lot of games coming out i don't know what could beat this and and i'm not done yet and i'm just like blown away so much at what a game that like you said was this arcade you know button mashing game that now has kind of turned into like an RPG arcade, like just really well polished, beautiful thing. So, what about you, Jazzy? Well, before before we oh. get into Jazzy, okay. don't don't you know don't want to skip ahead too much. If you are if you want to reminisce a little bit more about the original God of War game, like I'm going in and kind of playing it my first time, listen to last week's episode mm. of Legend of Retro. Craig WK and Chops yes. uh, did their whole their episode as a feature of the release in the background and uh, going over God of War. They play some of the highlights of the best music with the you know the awesome orchestral st- score. They talk about the gameplay. They talk about its impact on the industry and the franchise a little bit. So you got to listen to Legend of Retro podcast um, everywhere you listen to Gamezilla. You can listen to Legend of Retro, and of course, GameZillaMedia.com is a great place to go for that. Jazzy. God of War. I, it's got to be it. That's the only thing I've put time into. Uh, same as Grim, I've played through all of the first three. Love this, this series and franchise, and couldn't wait for this game to come out. Put about four to six hours into it over the weekend. Um, a little bit further back than you are, um... I think not that far, but not that far at all. Like, I was doing, like I said, I, I was doing a lot of a lot of the side, side stuff. stuff yeah, um, and I will say two things um, to kind of clear up some stuff. The first thing is the one major thing I went into this game thinking, like, oh my gosh, this could ruin this game for me, is the way that his son plays into the game. And I don't want to like have any spoilers or anything like that, but not a concern. Not, the way that the way that his son actually moves about and actually works with you as you being Kratos and moving about the world, they done they've done it perfectly. I love the way that you actually can still you know activate when he's going to help you and utilize him and even power him up to like to help you out. Yeah. So yeah, I mean obviously games games that where you had like an escort right. Right. Um, have always been a big obstacle for me where it's, it's it's really taken me out of the game and especially because of like maybe my play style doesn't match into what what they want you to do right uh, you know, I can always go back and think of of um, uh, dead rising 2 where I had to keep going back to my daughter and like giving her medicine where where I was so used to the previous game where I could just explore as long as I wanted to right, right. I wasn't I wasn't I didn't have that limitation and then you get, and then you put that in place and that bothered me so the um the thing I'll say about this game is that that worry if you ever have that worry because you've had a bad taste because of a previous game this it might be the first time where I'm like they nailed it. Yeah, they hundred percent nailed it to the point where I started spending my my experience points and my my resources to level him up to level him up instead, instead of, of me. me exactly because because yep. of it. So yeah, um, yeah, I highly recommend like 
it's it's helpful. Yeah, and not only the the gameplay mechanics of, of him alongside of you, but just just the cool way that they tie him into the storyline too. Like Kratos can't read any of the language, so he's always like, "Boy, read that." To Spoiler me. alert. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, we're done. We're done. Jazzy, my art. man's illiterate. Yep. my man's illiterate. He's the greatest gaming <laughs> yeah. hero ever. Yep. He's just like me. Yeah, that's it. We gotta yes. cu- we gotta cut it there. Illiterate so, hero. That's your gaming moment. You 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 put something out there that we, that went too far. Yes. We're gonna get yelled at. I'm not done with my gaming moment. <laughs> my other my other side to this gaming okay, moment. Okay, and we got yeah. testing on this. Just kidding, go ahead. I was going to say, and this will be uh, a huge help to uh Deadite as well. I definitely think that like playing through the the first three is like is awesome and they're great games. But I will say that they've done a great job in this fourth game to if you haven't played any of the first three you could hop right into this game oh, yeah, and matter. completely enjoy it. And for the for the people that have played the first three and have taken that journey and that ride and know Kratos from the beginning, they do a great job of teasing and putting in all these little like side moments that like, oh yeah, that I remember that. I remember like what he's thinking right now yeah, or something. It kind of gives you that feeling that uh, as we progress in the story, you're, some of those things that are hinted at will then be unraveled even more. Right. Because, you know, there, there's there's that whole that whole path that's being taken. So, but yeah, um, I can't say yeah. I can't say enough I about this game. I've played four hours of it, and I'm I'm already going to give it the the ten out of ten for the four hours. So yeah, it's. Uh, Right out the gate, I was like, oh, wow. Now we're going to move over to someone that couldn't, that, that was unable to play God of War and uh, Testonomics. What was your uh, gaming moment of the week, buddy? Well, considering we've taken a team talk about uh, 20 minutes into the show, uh, I'm going to make mine three quick bullet points. One, I beat Axiom Verge. Nice. Nice. <laughs> two, totally worth it, though. Uh, we can talk about it off the Man. show. Um, <laughs> two. Uh, we picked up, I got a squad of four, did my first cross-play victory in Fortnite. Uh, me, Doge Lord, friend of the show, the Ninja Carter, friends of the show, and JM Sully from our Discord all picked up a cross-play win of Fortnite, so that was super cool. Nice. And uh, lastly is we got a squad of four for Diablo 3, which was really cool. Uh, we picked up Chops from the Legend of Retro. We picked up uh, Doge Lord, once again, same cat. Um, and... Uh, Matrick on stage, who streams on the Gamezilla stream team. Um, we went and we powered level chops because he got a, his computer up and running and uh, went about three and a half hours deeper into Diablo 3. So I'm hooked on that game and the, the loot aspect and everything. Um, but I got a game coming out tomorrow that's a must for me, and I'll have to put Diablo down for a little bit. Yeah. When you say Chops put his computer together, I'm just going to say that he tried <laughs> to put his computer together. But anyways, that's... Uh, that's Did been, a friendly neighborhood dinosaur actually put his... Uh... Someone helped. That's all I'm going to say. Someone helped. <laughs> Someone helped uh, actually unbend some pins that he bent like 30 minutes into owning his brand new computer that he was building. But I'm not going to say anything else. I mean, I'm not, I'm not throwing him under the bus or anything, you know? But when you try to plug things in usually line stuff up and not just mash it in there but can you believe they used to let that guy work on computers i know right <laughs> he's in it anyway <laughs> i mean he still kind of is all right but uh yeah 
that's what we're uh, we're up to le- this week in our gaming moments. Let us know what uh, what you're excited about. You can come talk about God of War in the Discord. It is a free community that we've built. Come talk with gamers from around the world every day. Discord Gamezilla Media. You can uh, you can get, if you're watching us on Twitch, it's it's already there. It's right in front of your face. Otherwise, go to GamezillaMedia.com and uh, click that button and join today. Let's get in some news. That's the wrong button. Let's try this one. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have a talk about this monster story of yours. Download complete. All right, so here's the deal, Jazzy. Here's the deal. I will trade you Deadite for Test because clearly Deadite's uh, he's declining, right? Like his his prime years are behind him, and and. The reason, the only reason your skits are good is because of test. Like it's not you, because we both have declined already. We're we're well right. past our prime. So I'll trade you one one for one, and and I'll give you this bottle of water, half drank. That sounds like a bad deal, Jesse. You don't want to take on the responsibility <laughs> yeah. of me. But I like half drank bottles of water. I know. <laughs> I know. All right. I've never been good at uh, welcome to the news. <laughs> any of this. All right, so uh, topic number one is uh, Campo Santo, the developer of Firewatch, gets purchased. They get acquired by Valve, the company that, yes, let's make the joke that we've heard a thousand times already, uh, the company that doesn't make video games bought a company that's making video games. Does this mean Valve's going to make more games? Or does it mean they just want to you know, buy companies that you know, make games so they can sit back and say, yeah, we're Valve, we make games. Haven't you played Firewatch? Or, uh, or as Jazzy wants to let the world know, that a game that everyone should know about. Go ahead, Jazzy. No, no, they, they haven't made that yet. Tell them, Jazzy. Valley of the Gods. There it is. Yeah, I, knew, I wasn't going to have to work hard for you to say that. <laughs> yeah, game, it looks, yeah, it looks good. It does. It looks really cool. It looks really good. Yeah. If you enjoyed Firewatch, you'll enjoy that game. Yeah. So anyways, um, the reason I bring this up, it's, it's nothing crazy. Obviously, we got a company that bought another company, but it's... An, but Campo Santos is an indie. We could consider them an indie company, right? And and you can basically say they were bought by Valve, which is a big. I mean, Steam, Dota, you know. Um, yeah, big. They're playing big, with some big boys. Yeah, they're big. So there was a couple questions I had about this topic that I thought would be interesting to talk about today. Is first of all, we love the indie scene. The indie scene is uh, is a special. Is very special right now and. To watch something like uh, this company that that's created Firewatch that looks like they're they're on to another big hit, get uh, bought up by a, a conglomerate, you know, a giant cor- corporation. What are your feelings on this? In the sense of like, I loved Campo Santo because they were indie, and now they're not. Now, now, yes, they have these endless resources and they can do all these things, but it's like, will the heart of what they do get lost because they now have access to everything? Yeah. See, I don't know how the indie scene's going to react to it, but honestly, if you're worried about it, I'm just going to say get used to it because I think that's what Valve and Steam are doing is they're saying, hey, our product's not, like, booming like it was when we first came out. What can we do to try to save ourselves? Oh, let's pick up a bunch of development studios, and that'll be, like, our, like, saving grace to Steam. No, I know that. And, I mean, Steam is still a platform that anybody can bring to. You don't have right. to be owned by Valve. But the the whole thing, I guess, my I'm saying is that you love Shovel Knight. You mm-hmm. both do, actually. You really like Shovel Knight and Yacht Club games. Now let's say EA bought them. 
No. Would you not be concerned? <laughs> I'd be concerned because it's EA. <laughs> Would you not almost <laughs> throw up? Put, I, I actually loot boxes in my goddamn show. My, my stomach turned when like I actually thought about that. <laughs> my stomach actually turned. I'm not. I'm not being dramatic here. Yeah. Um, so. Shut your damn mouth. <laughs> yeah. Don't give them ideas. Wor- worse would be 2K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I slipped up. I I, I did. Uh, if it was 2K, yeah. I would have actually had to poop in the bit cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so I thought, um, it, it, you know, did I, do you have an opinion on this as far as, like, these small companies, should they stick to, like, we've seen Ori in the Blind Forest by Moon Studios, beautiful game, who... They didn't even get their game wouldn't be out right now if they weren't purchased and, and funded by Microsoft. Right, and we could still back sit back and say, well, they're an indie company. Like we still kind of looked at them like that, but for some reason, and it was almost because like Microsoft was like, here's funding, we're gonna stand over here and you do your thing, right? So for me, I I just kind of feel like if Valve sits back in Campo Santo, which they've already said it's only ten people. Okay, ten people is this yeah, team. Ten, ten to twelve. Yeah, is this they have team secretaries or right. something? <laughs> and so Campo Santo, they already said they're all retaining their jobs. Okay, they're all staying. Right. And they're all going to be work, and they're still building their new game. And you know, so if it's just something that Valve just kind of like saw an opportunity, wanted to lock this in because they really love the you know the art style and and the way that this company operates, then you know. I guess it doesn't make a big deal at that point. You're like now, now we could hopefully see development. The last thing I want to see though is Campo Santo all goes from ten people to a hundred people in the next two months, and just turns into this like you know puppy mill of game development that they're gonna that they're gonna yeah. spew <laughs> out and be like it's indie, don't worry. And it's like no, it's not anymore. You killed it. It's like you sh- killed the dog. <laughs> you with like it, no, it's it's bad. It's like, like Shock Top. Like it's just Budweiser. Like we get it. You're trying to <laughs> trying to act like you're some sort of craft beer. We we see you, Anheuser Busch. Yeah, that's so, that's what we don't want for I, sure. I think as long as they're letting the, the development teams do what they want to do with their games and they're not going to pull something like EA does where they're like, oh, but you got to put this this paywall in there or oh, like a lot of what Ubisoft's done to a lot of their games where they put like restrictions and like things that you have to do in this game in order for us to produce it for you. Like as long as they're letting the developer go and make their game, I think oh, we don't have anything to worry about. I, I agree. And, and Valve's not that company that I think is that we have to worry about, I think. But like the thing that like Ideas that float through my head, right? Is that the is Firewatch is coming to the Switch, right? Mm-hmm. It's not yep. out yet. It's, it's on its way to the Switch. Like, what happens when if they get bought by Valve? It comes to the Switch, and all of a sudden, like you're running through the forest, and you like hit a wall, and it's like, oh, for five ninety nine, you can go in this direction. And you're like, I've played this game two years ago, and I didn't have to do that. But like, you know, like that's what I'm worried about, and not necessarily Firewatch. Don't take something from the past and do that, but like. How much does their next game change because of this? Right. The, in a way that maybe we don't like it. And I know Valve's not, maybe I'm not scared about Valve, but the second part of this question is, and you brought this up, is that is this a, is this a trend? Are we, are we about to see the big boys start buying up ownership of the indie scene, you know, and then because of it, we lose, we kind of lose that special that special area of gaming right now where it's kind of like this free like it's just this free world right it's just it's the wild west when it comes to gaming where we go to PAX and we go through this whole section of just batshit crazy concepts 
But when you're funded by a big company that says, here's a budget, make us money, all of a sudden you like get you become reserved. You become like, I need to make something good, not necessarily something that I that I want to experiment with. Right. I think I think it's gonna be similar to the same answer for me. As long as they're letting the indie developers do what they need to do and almost being like that wing, right? Like, hey, we're Blizzard. We're going to take this indie company. We're going to bring them aboard. We're going to say, here's this giant wing of all of this knowledge and stuff that we have. Utilize us to help you make your game by asking questions and we can kind of point you in the right direction. And we'll kind of like teach you the ways of game development and then basically give you a platform to put your game on. See, I don't like that, though, because here's the deal. Firewatch won how many awards when it came out? Like, you don't need to teach me anything. You bought me because I probably can teach you something. Like, it's that concept of, like, you know, we worked at Worst Purchase forever, right? And we, and we joke about it, but it's because we went through some real shitty times in that company. I'm not saying I didn't have fun there, and I'm not saying I didn't learn from there. But what I'm saying is, like, when you have 900 stores and you're a giant battleship, to do a 180 is near impossible without, without hemorrhaging all sorts of money and everything. Mm-hmm. When you're this little ship called Campo Santo and you want to try something ass backwards, but you want to try it, it's a lot easier for you to do it. And so, like, I don't want to see a company come and be like, hey, hey, come here, come here. Yeah, we know we just gave you a lot of money, but you know what that means. You're ours now. And uh, so, you know, let us show you a few things and change what you are, basically, at that point. Like, leave them be. Let them build what they want to build, because if you bought them, then you must believe that their product is going to make you money. I think something that we could maybe compare it to in a similar industry that you know could be a good example here is you think about bands that sign record labels with big companies. A lot of times they get the influence of the record label and the producers in there and it ends up completely you know, changing the sound and changing the course of the band. Now, does that band end up making a lot more money and maybe going on to play stadium shows? Yeah, maybe. But for the fans of the band when they were on the come up, the course has now been changed because there is that corporate element or there are other influences. And that can happen in the gaming industry and that can happen with publishers. Now... I'm not inside the gaming industry enough to be able to say, oh, well, Valve has done this one, two, three, four times with other companies. I, pff, what, do, what do I know? But we know that within, you know, within the realm of influence and publishing um, and you know, companies taking control on a corporate level, things like that can happen. And as fans of a company on the come up, band on the come up, uh, artist on the come up, you want to see them be able to continue to uh, produce their vision and hopefully not be stifled by a company, but supported by the company yeah. that buys them out. And, the, and you know, we won't know. We won't know until yeah. we see what they do in the future. And it's all the individual indie developer too. Like if we had, if we had like IGN or Kotaku or even Microsoft come up and say, "Hey, we want to buy your podcast, and then we want you to still do it, but here's some here's some stipulations." It's up to us to decide whether we want to. Well, yeah, sell I mean, ourselves they to clearly that. made the deal. They they, they made they, the deal. They right. sold themselves, but like, so you know, you know, my bottom line is that I would, I as of right now, and I have no proof on what the future holds, but I would prefer Campo Santo to still be an indie company versus owned by a Valve. That's just me. I would, I don't like this deal because to me, it only means that that company is going to. They're just. I don't. I can't believe they maintain their their what they are today. 
in the future. They won't have their autonomy. Yeah. They won't yeah. have control over their own destiny. Now. Yeah. And and I can say that about a lot of things. Like, there's a lot of games I, I love, and I love Nintendo, right? I don't want, like, it doesn't matter who it is. You could sit there and say, well, uh, Nintendo just bought, um, I don't know, Nintendo bought, or bought Tom Hap and, and, and everything he has to do, and they're, they're basically going to use Axiom Verge, and they're going to use that for the future of Metroid, right? You just named everything that I love, <laughs> like, right? right? I don't want that. I like that they're separate because I get different worlds. I get different experience, and yes, it might be similar, but at least it's not controlled by, like, as much as I love Nintendo and I, and I can't wait for a new Metro game, what I don't want is, uh, you know, the ass-backwards way that Nintendo works all of a sudden start affecting Tom Hap's next project. Don't want it. Just stay away from it. So, I mean, that's for me. I, right. I don't want to see. It's the same concern we had with uh, franchising a league. We watched a franchise. We watched original teams of League of Legends that had been there for seven years get booted to the street. Because, you know, some NBA owner decided he was going to go drop $20 million because he can. And we were watching our industry that we love, and we've watched it grow from nothing, and now it's being bought by the 1%. It's being bought by the people that already own the sports entertainment world, and now they're going to own the esports entertainment world, and they're going to control it, not the people we want to control it. And that scares me, too. As much as, as successful as it's been, like, it scares me. So, quick question, and we already know that there's a new Metroid game in the works, but let's say that, hypothetically, there wasn't that Metroid game, and then you find out that there's news that Nintendo has approached Tom Happ, the creator of Axiom Verge, and said, hey, we want you to come work for Nintendo, and we want you to help create the next Metroid game. I think I'd have, di- I personally have different feelings about it prior to Samus Returns coming out. Samus uh, Returns was such a good game. At this point, I'm like, I'd love Tom Hap to make his own follow-up game to Axiom Verge, whatever he feels like doing with another project. Because in my opinion, just from playing the last Metroid game on on the DS, Metroid's in good hands. That game was great. And I think that um, with a a studio change for Metroid Prime 4... um, I, I, I think Grim would probably agree. There's a little bit of nervousness knowing that oh, it's 100%. not in the hands of Retro um, because yeah. Retro has done an amazing job with Metroid Prime and uh, the other franchise I'm a big fan of, Donkey Kong Country. They have that franchise. So it is scary watching a franchise that we love be taken over by another one, but I, I think Tom should just keep doing his own thing. Yeah, and I think as far as a um, collaboration, you know, we've seen that many times. Like Sonic Mania is a great example of the collaboration that Sega teamed up with some people that love Sonic and have just generated Sonic content for years, and they created Sonic Mania. And it was a cool, it was a cool project. But when the project was over, everyone went their own ways. Right. It wasn't like now I own you. You know, like we, we joke, like you said, we joke about it. Like, what would happen if IGN knocked on our door and was like, "Hey, we love what you guys are doing, and we want IGN wants to buy it." We'd have to really consider it because you're right. Everything would change. Rules would change. Guidelines would change. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, um, you know, we couldn't be as uh, negative on some things. 2K, for example, we couldn't do that. i get fired so Yeah, fast. we couldn't do that. It'd be a so, bad deal for me getting bought out. You know, the, the, the <laughs> pop, like, and IGN. That, 
It's Jazz the same. is the company man. Jazz can keep his job. But see, <laughs> I'm a bird you can't cage. That's the example I give you is that like if if we if you know if Gamezilla is to be sold uh, you know to IGN like we would have to change what we are and the reason we've built like we built Patreon right and and we have a lot of people that are watching us today and listening to us tomorrow that 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 pay us every month. But donate every month to support the show because we'll sit there and say 2K fucked up and their game's bullshit and everybody that buys it's being ripped off. Like, no one else is saying that, right? Like, like you can't go to IGN and read that article. It doesn't exist because they are paid by the industry. And if they wrong the industry, then they're not getting paid. So, like, that's the idea is like, well, if we go that route, we we will be a different show. And that's the same idea here is that, it, you know, if I'm Campo Santo and I go by, take anybody's deal, Valve, 2K, whatever, I have to understand that it's going to at least somewhat change my, change what I, what I used to be. I hope they can hold on to some of it, but it's, but you are going to have some change always. All right. Topic number two. It's finally happened. We're moving to the Netherlands. That's right. America's dead. Long live the Netherlands. Man. That's I, it. I love Rotterdam. <laughs> it's a beautiful town. They have great bridges. <laughs> and uh, all I know is uh, from looking at pictures of my wife's study abroad when she went there. And that's... Uh, Everything I know about Rotterdam and the Netherlands. <laughs> I think I, I think it's in the Netherlands. I All right, everybody, calm down, calm down. We're not moving to the Netherlands, okay? So Rotterdam gaming has a nice ring to it. Yeah. So if you're yeah, if you're excited, I'm sorry. If you were upset, then don't be upset. But uh, Netherlands determines that some loot boxes are gambling. They are the first country to finally pat like we've we've been talking about how there's all these places trying to pass this or they failed to pass it we finally have our first location that has has it's to some extent basically considered loot boxes as gambling they've they've lawyered up enough and found the loophole eh I guess so. I mean, this is this is all trans. This is translated through Eurogamer, but the authority examined the use of loot boxes in ten games, um, seeming the most ten popular games on Steam, and found that four of them directly uh, convey the Dutch Betting and Gambling Act. Although the authority itself didn't name the games involved, uh, some of the reports said that four games. Guess. Um, man, if you want to, go ahead. I'll give you. I'll each give you two guesses. So, Jazzy, go. Madden. Uh, again, there's only four. So, no. FIFA. F- Dang, FIFA was my next guess. I, saying, I don't know if you can see my screen, but that's I can't one. Say, that's first one, of all, I can't read. That's one point. <laughs> don't uh, know how. Do you want to guess over here, Test? Overwatch. Oh, he's muted. Overwatch? Not on the top, not on the top Ooh. four. Ooh. Jazzy, your last guess. Mm, PUBG. That's one point. There you go. Oh, only yeah. Only two games left, folks. Last guess, did I... Fortnite? Fortnite is not one of them. Fortnite doesn't have loot boxes. I, one of the shows what I know. There you go. <laughs> Rocket League. Rocket League! Yeah. We each got one. Man, Rocket so League the, the goat, uh, though. The, the one only, true league. Yeah, the only one that was missed was Dota 2. Uh, Dota 2 was oh, also yeah. put on there. So, uh, When you think of on Steam, 
Dota 2, right? Yeah. So, there you go. Um, but yeah, the uh, crucial difference with these games versus others appear to be that the loot boxes they provide have a real-world value. Their potential for resale, for example, selling on players or teams from FIFA for real money develops a real-world value beyond the initial purchase. Offering items such as the, this for sale, based on chance... Um, is restricted under Dutch law and requires a gambling license, which these games will need to apply for if they want to continue operating in the Netherlands. Got it. So it's the stuff that you could resell. Yes. Yeah, hence why Overwatch. Yeah. Hence why like Overwatch and stuff like that's not on there because right. you have to open them. Yep. You, yeah. You can't yeah, win Rocket lock, League. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Rocket League. You can, yeah. You're right. You're. You know, it's all over uh, eBay right now. If you want something, yeah, I got, I got, I got to trick out my car. I know I'm itching for a new exotic body, but <laughs> <laughs> I've been teabagged thousands of times. <laughs> That's a good placement. That's a good placement. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. <laughs> League, league. I don't think you'd be able to do it too because you have um, it's it'd be more account based. Yeah, because you, you sell can't your whole actually, account. Yeah, because you can't actually uh, like sell the individual loot boxes themselves with the keys. So you'd have to sell the whole account, which they do plenty of. So I'm, I would assume league would probably fall under that at some point. Yeah, uh, Alistair plays actually brings on Twitch brings up a good point. Um, that their um, that Valve is actually in development of a new card game that was supposed to have a um, ability to sell trade trade and like sell It'd, like your cards, money. which would fall right into this. So like their their upcoming like you know Hearthstone competition uh, or competitor is going to be um, you know they're going to have to figure this out. And so my question, you know, this topic get brought up. It's interesting that we finally have a you know a, a, a bigger. Um, you know, location siding this way. And my question to you is, do you think this is the way we're going to see more countries, more, more locations uh, lean this way? They're going to start, they're going to start, you know, clamping down for multiple reasons. You think of this, they mentioned that you have to file for a gambling license, which generates what for, for that it generates revenue, revenue for, for the, yeah. wherever. Yeah. They're getting, they're getting their, yeah. they're getting their, 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 uh, you know, their few bucks getting their beaks wet. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they just want, they want money off of it. Yeah. They, they're realizing that the, the loot chest game is a is a large one, and a lot of people are dumping money into this, and they're trying to find a way to get a buck from it. Like, and I I do think there'll be more places that that figure out loopholes or or like ways around their laws to try to get uh, some sort of play off of it. And um, I guess my thing about this though, like that, and again, a lot of this is being talked about in Twitch right now, but and it's what sparked my my thought about it was Magic the Gathering got brought up. What? How can someone explain to me why this is such a big deal? But me walking into a store and paying paying money to have to buy a pack of randomly inserted cards into a blind pack of, that what's the difference? That's a isn't that a loot you box? You buy a pack of cards, which would essentially be a loot box, which you get a card that gives you another pack of cards for the online game. Most of no, those no, no, card no, no. I'm not talking about online. No, he's I'm just saying, talking about if, think of it in real world versus digital. Oh, What's so the pack the of cards is a loot box. Yeah, why? Why is trading like physical in real life trading card games not even brought up? The fact that it's the same problem. I go in and I drop a ton of money on a whole box of magic cards because I want I want that one card or or four of these cards for my deck, and I don't get them. 
Well, you think about it in that way, anything that technically has a collection value to it would be the same thing. So Funko Pops. No, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. So it has to be blind box box Funko Pops. And then, okay, so then you could say Hatchimals. The only difference is that a lot of the blind boxes and even Magic the Gathering, I think you can get a lot of like, what are my chances, right? I can, I can, yeah, see, there's odds on them. I can see the odds where some of these games are not that way. Like, you know, you know, if you open a pack of Pokemon cards, you're guaranteed at minimum one rare card. Um, where, you know, the ultra rare, like the EX or GX card is like, you're not even guaranteed one per case. So you know that there's a one in, you know, 50 pack chance you're going to get one or whatever it is yeah. like like you those odds can be figured out where I don't think those odds are anywhere out there for most loot boxes which here's the interesting thing about this though is that that was the argument that a lot of these other nations were or a lot of these other countries were trying to um argue right is that they need to be advertised like yeah you can get this exotic gun but it's a one in 250 chance but the but those cases didn't win out those were all the ones that found that were found that they're not gambling but then this one is the difference that is i open a pack of cards and i pull a card out that's worth 20 bucks and i sell it for 20 bucks to buy you know to buy more cards like that's the concept that right. that, that that the netherlands are explaining is that i can open up a loot box and then technically sell something i get out of that loot box that's valuable that's 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 their definition as to why this is a problem. You could do that with a pack of cards. You could pull is, a Pokemon card out that's a foil EX mm-hmm. and you know turn around and buy, and if it's the right one, walk away with a whole another box. I, I have I have two thoughts about this. Uh, one, the accessibility you have to. I mean, it's easier. Yeah, you can buy Pokemon cards and Magic cards and stuff online now, but there is an element of being able to buy those in stores. But those are taxed. Well, you know, I can think of in the United States. You walk into a Walmart, you buy a pack of Magic cards, Uncle Sam's getting his whatever percent sales tax, depending on what state you live in. Like, those are taxed items where I don't believe if I throw throw 20 bucks at an Overwatch loot crate, I don't know how taxed it is. There is, you know, on Switch eShop, I think we do pay tax in Michigan, depending on where you live or whatever. But, you know, like, that could be part of it, is it's easier to tax a physical item and, you know, it's maybe it's tough in these this day and age. But like I said, you know, kids can just rack them up on their, you know, throw the parents card in, in their system and their parents would never know until 20 bucks have been spent or whatever. Yeah. I and I mean, and yeah, you do. Here's the thing, though. You pay tax on the currency so that you can buy, uh, you know, the in-game currency. Yeah. So you're paying Sony the tax. Yeah. You're not paying Blizzard. Right. So right, and I don't know. I don't know. That's yeah. We're getting, yeah that's getting all. But crazy. that might think, have something to do with it, though. I yeah. think the one thing that bothered me about this article in particular, though, is they were focused a lot. Like, if they're going to tax stuff, and or they're not going to tax stuff, they're going to come up with these gambling laws. Like, it's going to happen. It's going to show up in more places. The part of this article that bothered me is that in these places, they also want to have the developers change the way the animations in their loot box systems work in their games because it's too flashy for kids and can get them hooked on what they're calling gambling. So it's like, think Overwatch. You get your little Overwatch box, right? And then it, like, glows, and then you open it, and the coin flips out, and then, it like, your your loot comes out, right? They're saying that you need to take the flashiness away so that it doesn't look as enticing to the younger generation so they won't be stealing mama's credit card to buy more loot boxes 
and you literally just click the button and your uh, your loot appears. You can't have the glow or the flip of the coin or any of that anymore. No, that's just that's just dumb. I'm <laughs> see, see, I, see, see. I know. I actually think that there's a little bit of merit behind what you're saying because I think moving forward, we're gonna see more scientific studies on the effect of dopamine release and how uh, oh, no, di- digital I- release and those sort of things. So by adding more flash and flare, it could potentially increase the dopamine level and it's rewiring the way, especially young people uh, interact with things. That's the reason we're all addicted to our phones is the dopamine release you get from seeing a like on Instagram. So like there is some, uh, you know, a small amount of merit behind uh, de-flareizing or taking the flash and zazz out of you know opening those loot boxes. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of merit behind it. I'm not a I'm not well, an expert I, I on think, that area. I don't think you should be able to get foil cards then in Pokemon packs anymore. It's because the second you see the yeah. edge, you 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 just get excited. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. All cards need to be black and white and, pl- and just super dull. Yeah. Everything we shouldn't even have color anymore. Actually, plus you get a dopamine. Maybe we should just gouge our eyes out. Maybe that's what we should do. I'm sorry, like it's ridiculous. <laughs> like this goes back to the concept that everyone has a problem with everything. Like yes, the box opens up and it's flashy, and yes, you know what? Part of it, it that is part of the experience. And if you can't handle the experience, and if you're a parent and you're letting you and and you're letting your kid play games that have microtransactions in them because you haven't done your own homework, it's your fault. Again, we cannot blame the kid for forming a habit when the parent lets the kid sit on the game for 14 hours straight playing nothing but Fortnite. I'm sorry. I don't, I can't blame the kid. You know, you want it is because the adult wants to go and drink beer or go watch the football game. So he just puts another TV in front of his kid to play video games. So that way he doesn't have to worry about it. Okay. Like I, I don't care changing the box still doesn't change what's behind it. And if, if, if guess what? Okay, I, my box can't be shiny and flashy anymore, but what if when, the, when the, I get a skin, it shines and flickers now? Like, they'll just move it. They'll just move it somewhere else. Yeah, that's true. You're not going to win this. It, it's called just be better people, and if it's truly the kids you're worried about, be better parents. Yeah, just... Spend some time with your kids. I have a coworker. Let them watch football and drink with you. I have a coworker <laughs> that had a conversation with me about Fortnite and was basically telling me that his kid is was addicted to the game. Like he believed his kid was addicted to the game, where he was having like illness because because of not being able to play it and like getting in trouble at school, getting the phone taken away, all this stuff, right? And so what did he do? He said, "Cool, guess what? You get thirty minutes of video game time per day now." Good, have fun. You get one yeah. Fortnite match per day. That's how you, that's how you do it. And guess what he said? He goes after I did that, he started going outside and playing baseball. And yeah. he started doing that's things what we did when we that grew he up. stopped <laughs> that he wasn't doing anymore. Yeah. Don't blame. Yes, the products can be addicting, and you know, just like drugs and everything else. But like, you know, if you if you see a problem and it's your kid, like act. That's it. Yeah, we just got God of War 4, and I love that series, and I had the weekend free to do whatever the fuck I wanted with it, but guess what? I only played four hours of it Yeah, because it was the first nice weekend we had, and I went out and saw my friends, and I yeah. went out and did some yard work, and I went, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have had 30-plus thir- hours in that game right now if, if the weather wasn't as nice as it was. Oh, yeah. I'm lucky I'm a grown-ass man because my wife has threatened to take Rocket League away from me. <laughs> she's, she's like, you are addicted yeah. and you have a For problem. Good. I'm like, one, it's not a problem. Two, I'm super addicted. 
predicted. Yeah. <laughs> Three, it's on the Switch. So you just go fake, like, having an upset stomach, hide in the bathroom. Like. Uh, there was, when you guys wanted to play Splatoon <laughs> while you were in PAX East, I was supposed to be packing for the move. I was really contemplating locking the door, turning off the volume, and playing Splatoon <laughs> on the toilet. But I knew, I knew if she found me, I'd be catching those hands so hard. I'd be beat so bad for hiding and playing. Uh, Are you playing video games in the bathroom? No, I'm pooping. I swear I'm pooping. <laughs> yeah, I'd get beat so bad. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I we're... just got splatted. I mean, uh, I splatted. I mean, everywhere. I have diarrhea. I mean, oh, I got... <laughs> <sighs> Go ahead. Oh. Oh, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna react to something else. All right. Well, um, let's move into topic three. There's a new Doom movie in production. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. NBC Universal has confirmed uh, that Variety, um, the film is being handled by Universal 1440 Entertainment, which produces non-theatrical projects. Okay, cool. Got, got, got that out of the way. That means there's a chance that new Doom movie could appear directly on digital platforms such as Netflix. Uh, it may also be direct to DVD. So, um, I don't know who Nina Bergman is, but she tweeted that um, she signed on to appear in the film and uh, that she was very excited that Universal Pictures was doing this. My reason I brought this up isn't because I'm like pumped for a Doom movie, right? Because the last Doom movie was, was a awful. shit show. Besides the last 20 seconds of it, but because it was first person, yeah, the first person scene was the only thing that you ever even remember from that film. Elle recently brought up that she wants to watch every movie The Rock's ever been in, and I said, "Lady, we don't have that long in our life." Yeah, but I was like, "You don't want to watch Doom." I na I named off a couple that she doesn't want to watch. She's like, "Go oh, watch them." I'm like, "Okay, we'll watch Doom." Yeah, but I guess uh, my question. To you is that we saw we're, we're seeing a resurgence in uh, video game movies, but we're not seeing a track record that should make us feel comfortable that this is happening. Uh, and I'm just gonna I don't have to go back very far to, to remind everybody about Assassin's Creed um, or the new Tomb Raider. And was uh, that movie bad? It, it, it didn't do well, but it, yeah. it looked good. It wasn't very good. Really? Just yeah. gonna yeah, I, it didn't do it for me. Some people. First of all, um, anybody that says they liked Assassin's Creed in the Twitch chat, they they're just wrong. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, it, did you actually like it as an assassin? Test is in there right now. Did you actually like this as an Assassin's Creed movie? Yeah, I, I thought the movie was super well done. Ooh, okay. Hot take. We need a new video producer, everyone. So uh, <laughs> send in. Yeah, you yeah. can still be my video producer. Yeah, you could cut me out of the Twitch feed all you want. But so, uh, Grim, do you still want to trade me? Um, no, I don't actually. I'm very thankful that you're on my team. <laughs> my God, no one's ever said that. I'm always. I will say I own it, and, I, and I wish that I could. I, I probably should just throw it away. It's sad that the best video game movie that I've seen recently was Jumanji. So here's the thing, Jumanji actually uh, got some really good reviews. Jumanji was great. I, I liked that, it a That lot. was my surprise, like, favorite movie of the year. Like, I walked into it going, it's got The Rock. I'm a big Rock fan. Mm -hmm. um, 
I don't really like the original Jumanji that much. I don't think it was that good. I just like animals, so I guess it was all right for a movie when I was a kid. And I walked into this like, I like video games. It might be fun. I laughed. I had fun. I loved the action. It was like the movie I was the most surprised about. Uh, you know, last, what was that? Late last year, it came out. Loved it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true, and it was video game related, but it wasn't. It wasn't a video based game off. Movie, right. Yeah, like look at every Resident Evil ever made. It was as much a video game as. as Hold Scott on, I'm Pilgrim, looking at tests know? just to make sure. Every Resident movie, Resident Evil movie ever made. I, I just think the Assassin's Creed movie was super okay. well done. Okay, cool, good. I, I'm just making sure that we're not going down a slippery slope here. But you know, um, this Super Mario Brothers movie. It was hot garbage. Okay. Oh okay. man, I man, I love the the goombas with the but little you, head. But you love you love hot garbage. We know this. <laughs> we oh, know don't this. get on the floor. Everybody walk that dinosaur. So, real quick side note, Grim, Underworld <laughs> or Resident Evil? What's better? Underworld. As a franchise. Oh, Underworld. Underworld. Yeah. Underworld. In a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Glad, glad yeah. we're all on the same page. Yeah. Back on subject. Um. So okay, the question about this with movies with talks about John Cena and a Duke Nukem movie with yes. uh, with a new Super Mario uh, Super Mario Brothers movie being talked about with all these things kind of sp- like you know spinning up. What are your thoughts with with so far in a in the recent the track record not being very good because yeah you could say Jumanji and I could say Wreck It Ralph was great but they were they were they're I mean that was a remake but they're original movies they're not based on it's not like they're making a like Gears of War, right? Like there's been rumors of Gears of War, and like rumors of Last of Us. Yeah, rumors of Last of Us. Now Gears of War, it, you know me, like I, I, I will watch it, right? But like, do I have faith in it? No, because of everything I've just been seeing being trash, mm-hmm. including Assassin's Creed. Wait, whoa, whoa! You're you're leaving out the goat, the greatest. Not Mortal Kombat, but the other greatest video game movie of all time. This is the moment. I'm just bringing a mad amount of hype to this segment. Let's fire up the music. What movie do you guys think I'm thinking? I already know. You already know? Mm Mm-hmm. Dead or Alive. Wrong. Jesse, what movie am I thinking about? (laughs) Greatest video game movie of all time. No I know another one. Tekken. There is one. Only one greatest video game movie. Dragon Ball Z. Not a video game. Well, technically. The Angry Birds movie. Yes, Angry Birds the movie. Boom, boom. Animation at its pinnacle. It is Angry Birds. It is the the Smash app, Smash Sensation mobile phone brought to the big screen. Bill Hader, like my favorite voice actor, isn't it? Grim, I think he's going to get something to throw at me, and I'm very frightened about that. But did y'all see the Angry Birds movie? Oh, what was thrown at me? Was it an Angry Bird? Was it an Angry Bird? I did not. He uh, threw a mouse pad at me. Oh, 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 my microphone. He's he's throwing a lot of stuff at me. Everything's ruined. I'm not editing that one out. He's still looking for more stuff, and it's alarming to me. Angry Birds movie. (laughs) All right. (sighs) I will say this. The only, like, (laughs) that thing looks like it's on fire. (laughs) It looks awesome. (laughs) I will say this: the only video game movie of of the recent past that I can remember that was good was 
Blizzard, but Blizzard has a whole department of lore behind all of their stuff oh, that they put in their video games. Warcraft. The Warcraft no. movie no. was good. I want no. to see that Warcraft. And didn't that this? Warcraft movie was good? I own the Warcraft movie. You can't call it good. You it call was it good. No. So it Sam Raimi was involved in that, right? My favorite director of all time. Hold on. I don't care who was in it. You call it good. Like, on a, on a scale, what are you rating this? On a 1 to 10 scale? Um, on a scale of the movie was action-packed, it kept you interested, and it was to the lore of the video game. 1 to 10 scale. That's what I want to hear. 8.5. Man, I want to see that Warcraft Woo. movie about as much as I want to see, like, Rosie O'Donnell naked. Like, not at all. Yeah, but you didn't play Warcraft, so. It doesn't matter. It's garbage. I mean, I kind of liked it, but I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> I kind of liked it. You know, Okay, you know what? Get this uh, Get this thing on me. Get this thing on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we talk about Angry Birds? <laughs> no, we're not talking about Angry Birds. Let's go on to the next segment of the news. <sighs> P.S. Duke Nukem. No. Yeah. All right, anyways, but before we move on to the news, let's just, let's just have a moment here. Like, are you happy that more that more video game movies are being made, especially at this like caliber? No. Okay. No. All right, moving on. I'm saying yes. Of want, course, you're saying I yes. I just want Riot to make a cinematic. Oh my god. All right, next topic. <laughs> oh, we all love Mario Kart, right? We've all played every Mario Kart ever made, probably. Most of us here have actually. I've never played Double Dash. Well, that's. Awesome. Why is everything Dash? just making me angry right now? <laughs> why are you so blurry? <laughs> because I'm angry. <laughs> I don't know why I'm blurry. It's a hot blur. <laughs> it's that. It's that. Uh, why am I blurry? blurry? He's super blurry. I think Did you hit the camera when you were throwing things? No. Might have. Nope. Our video guy's breaking shit. Nope. I think the beard screwed everything up. It probably did. It's actually probably the beard. Nope. Anyways, um, the re the unreleased Mario racing game that we uh, never heard of. It's just been revealed, and I thought it was very interesting that um, some of the news, like uh, where this came from. This, so this may, this came. The reason why we bring this into the show today is not because necessarily it's just this unrevealed un, unreleased game. Like the, every company probably has a ton of these hidden away, right? But. This was supposed to be a DS game called Mario Motors, okay? Mm -hmm. And the interesting part is that the Seaman director from Sega Dreamcast... I saw one of those at a store this weekend. Wait, what? There was a copy and of... you didn't... Did it have the microphone? It was, it was in the... It had the big box. I didn't look to see what? the microphone was in what it. What store? Uh, I'll tell you off camera, but it's a video game store in between your house and my house. Yes! Okay, I don't care. I'm I'm in. All right. Anyways, Seaman Creator. He was like thirteen bucks. I should have just bought it. I guess. I thought, what? I thought you had it. God. I know. I, I know. I know how you love Seaman. I've been teabagged thousands of times. With, with your with your frugalness. I didn't know you needed it. Well, now we. I think we got the, that point across. Now you have nineteen hundred video games. How can I know what you need? 
Uh, you should. You should just know. Yeah, you should just have his database yeah. in your phone. Especially when it comes to Dreamcast. You should okay. be like, every time you just even question the fact, does he need this? It's a phone call. Anyways, Seaman creator Yut Sato revealed that the aborted project in, was in a talk at the uh, Reboot Developer Conference. It's, <laughs> I don't like calling it an aborted project for some reason. Yeah, episode. but, you know, this is his wording, not mine. So explaining... Which is to do abandoned project. Yeah, yeah. The unreleased project uh, explaining that he... <laughs> I like aborted bear. <laughs> Whoa. Explaining that he'd been inspired by a DS demo in which players sculpted metal using the stylus tool. So after pitching the idea to Iowata and Miyamoto, Seato set out to create a game where players would create their cars, engines, in similar fashion with different shapes offering different abilities. So, uh, originally their plan was for players to power their car by blowing into the DS microphone. Nope. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm 100% out. But listen, listen. It, it, eliminating how, or, or sorry, emulating how real life engines take in air to accelerate. Okay? But. Total sense. But. Next time you play Mario, when you have to actually breathe into the DS so Mario doesn't <laughs> just die. But. That was abandoned because. This would cause children to get out of breath, is the quote. <laughs> Too many fat kids. No, they, they meant they uh, were Japanese about kids North Amer- They were worried yeah. about us. They were about Americans, for they, sure. They just yeah. picturing some pudgy kid in Nebraska just, like, passing out. Let's be real. He's not going to be blowing into his DS. He's playing Fortnite. Yeah, but the uh, project <laughs> was... was pre-Fortnite. The project yeah. as a whole was eventually canceled, uh, though nothing was given a, the reason, as a reason why. Um, the other interesting part of this, though, during... Um, Sato's talk was that uh, was his relationship with Nintendo, and then in particular his friendship with Iwata and Miyamoto, um, which was the story was that how Sato seemingly inspired Street Pass by telling a story about being too shy to talk to a girl on a train, and that's what sparked Nintendo to develop Street Pass. Is is supposedly a, a rumor that's going around because of this conversation, but Mario Motors. The bl- remove the air blowing thing into the microphone, and I think this would have been a re- like at its time when we weren't tired of of gimmicky stuff with the stylus. I think it'd been a really cool concept. I, I don't know why they bailed on it. What do you think? What what I know is if this is coming from the guy who developed Seaman, Seaman, he's incompetent, <laughs> and I don't want what I, you <laughs> watch your damn tongue, fool. I know it's the goat. I know it's Grim's goat. It is your version of Jaws Unleashed. I raised Seaman from a teeny tadpole to I've a full man bat frog. Of times. And then he left me. He left me. It was it was painful. It was. Well, the, yeah. don't worry. We're My gonna... aquarium fell, and he's just like, "Well, see ya," and just locked the screen. And that was the end of the game. And I was like, "Wait, what?" Don't don't worry. We're gonna go greatest to... game ever. We're gonna go to that non <laughs> that unnamed video game store and buy, and buy you another I copy need of it. Seaman. I need it. I need to replay it. I need to relive yeah, my like... childhood, my disappointing <laughs> childhood. Hey, after hey, my Seaman, but it was a real Deadpool. <laughs> hey, 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 Grim. Uh, how come you only got like fourteen hours into God of War? Dude got real back into Seaman. We couldn't get. <laughs> Back into God of War. Listen, you're gonna, you're gonna play Seaman. It's gonna turn some sh- into some Shape of Water stuff. You're gonna end up getting too sexually attracted to your Seaman, and we're gonna find Have you, you naked in the shower. Have you seen what Seaman looks like? I mean, it's hard not to be attracted to him. 
I've been teabagged by Seaman. <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> I promised at the beginning of the show I was going to ruin it. So. All right, we can move on now. Yeah, the, the real answer: Nintendo cut this down because it was going to compete with Mario Kart. It is Mario Kart. <laughs> I know. All right. They don't want. They don't want to right. Mario Kart. Next week, Seaman live stream. <laughs> Man, it might happen. Thirteen dollars. <laughs> it probably gonna happen. <clears throat> okay, our last topic is uh, Final Fantasy VII remake aims to surpass the original. This is uh, some interesting news that just came out. Obviously, no one believes this game's ever gonna release, and that it's gonna take fifteen years before we even get another, the next update at an E three. Well, fifteen years would still be. The Last Guardian, so there's oh still hope. You and the you're so hung up on that game, <laughs> man. Like I, you bought it, you were disappointed. Move on. Okay, didn't you sell it? it? You sold it at, at like a garage sale, yeah. didn't you? Thirteen dollars. This could you, be yours. <laughs> Some people. You didn't no, get thirteen dollars no. out of that game. No, yeah. <laughs> Jazzy, you never give up on that. Some people get disappointed by a game and stay salty forever. Stay salty, my friends. Two K, you can go straight to hell. <laughs> I, I will never stay salty. Stay salty. Yeah, let's do the Wolfpack. Too sweet. Too sweet. <laughs> was that from the Doseki commercial? Like, is yeah, that is that, that kind of like totally. what you did there? You just totally didn't it? rip off that at all. Yeah, no, that's the first it. thought I had for sure. No. Stay fresh, my friend. <laughs> stay all right. Stay thirsty. Yeah, whatever. Save thirsty, my friend. I'm going to start having a salt shaker. I don't drink. Just, I don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on. I'm going to get a salt shaker and just start shaking it behind the desk. It'll yeah. be a big pile of salt Mine everywhere. as well. All right. So anyways, uh, Square Enix is, is aiming to create a title that surpasses the original uh, in Final Fantasy VII and uh, the remake for PS4. According to job listings that have popped up, uh, they are looking for a battle planner and level planner to join the project. The game will be a new <laughs> creation. That shouldn't have been done years ago. The game will be a new creation, not limited to the simple remake. The listing also reiterates that Final Fantasy VII Remake is being developed internally at Square Enix and that CyberConnect 2, which was previously working on the project, is no longer working on the project. Um... So yeah, last month the job listings continued, seeking level planners to increase the quality um, another step higher. These are actually like quoted this way. A game director uh, posted a recruitment letter last May saying the team was urgently seeking additional talent to join the development team. So, my question to you is, when you're talking about a game of the caliber of Final Fantasy VII, some argue is one of the greatest games ever made. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, it's close to Jazzy Fiddle's heart, but when you're going to remake a game like that, going beyond what the game already was, to me, seems like a very dangerous thing. In the sense of like, you already have a game, you already have a story. Don't fuck it up by trying to like slap extra right. shit onto it. Yeah, that's what scares the hell out of me. What do you think? No, like, you update it. It's it's feasibly one of the best known games of all time. Like, don't change it. Just just make it look prettier. You know what this reminds me of? The greatest Christmas cartoon ever is The Grinch. It's twenty minutes long and it's perfect. 
They made it into an hour and a half movie, tried to expand it, make it great with Jim Carrey live action. It is the biggest piece of holiday diarrhea I've ever watched. And that's what they could end up doing here. They could take a masterpiece of a game, try to expand it, make it bigger, make it greater, and it could crash and burn and ruin. Not you can't you can't ruin the memories. You can't take away the fun you had with the original, but this thing this thing could be a mess. I just I don't mess. you can't <sighs> You can't take that. It's like you're playing right now. You were playing God of War, and you're playing you're playing a HD version of it. It'd be like if they're like, yeah, but now it has extra levels of like to go down this extra story that like happened with Kratos that never happened in the past. And you're like, no, that's just you're just slapping it on so that you could pay a, you could charge a sixty dollars instead of forty dollars because it's an, it's an it's not just an HD remake. It's more than an HD remake. <laughs> but, but it's in al- fact, it might be called HD Remake Plus. But it's almost like they're taking it in a in a in a reverse direction from kind of what you were saying. Yeah, great. Expanding levels and stuff is great. I think they're talking about changing the mechanics of this game to make it more like Final Fantasy XV. Like, there's been rumors of that. So that would be like... Uh, going, oh yeah, God, the God of War 1 uh, re- remake, uh, instead of a arcade hack and slash game, this time it's a turn-based strategy RPG. It's still a God of War remake. Yeah. Like, no, that's Story's different. The same. Yeah, that's <laughs> different, you know? And I feel like that might be what they're doing here to, to Jazzy's game. Man, I hope not. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's um, I don't like the idea of what they're advertising here. Just remake the game. And they're also, you got to remember, they've already talked about that they want to release this in multiple parts. Right. So, like, it's going to be epi- like episodes. And I just, like, for me, I'm like, okay, so what? You brought more people on to make more episodes so you can charge us more money? Like, I don't, I, to me, it just doesn't feel right. Like, just remake Final Fantasy VII if that's what you want to do and just, and, and then move on. Start working on Final Fantasy XVI. Because we know we're going to wait 27 years for that, too. So <sighs> That does surpass The Last Guardian. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> That's been the news for these topics and much more. You need to head right on over to GameZillaMedia.com. You can check out uh, our blog. You can listen to all the podcasts. You can see what's going on in social media. And uh, even check out the stream team what's go- and everything else that's happening you know, with GameZilla Media. But uh, without further ado, we need to get into some eSports. All right, that's right. We're getting ready to pitch things over to Jazzy Fiddle. Once again, he's live on location at some of the premier eSports arenas throughout the world. Hello! Hello. Oh, this is a little bit risky. Oh, my God, Frank, are you kidding me? Ambition steals the Elder Dragon! Oh, let's break it! Damn! Guys, can you hear me? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, we can hear you, we can hear you. I think I had a, a sound malfunction uh, there. I was saying hello, and it, I don't know if it was going through. I don't know if it wasn't going through. I think As it was user error, see, user error. I am here at the Blizzard Arena. We've got big news I'm about to pop up a, a team right here. Oh, hold oh. on, hold on one second. We have bigger news. We have wait, bigger, bigger, wait, news. bigger news. Yeah, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but we, uh, we have to put you in your place. Okay, we understand that you're a big shot now and you're traveling all over the world, but uh, last week was very good. We want to give you credit for last week, Jazzy oh, thank Fiddle. thank you, thank you, thank but you. But you kind of got a little too much of a diva attitude going on, so we need to bring you down a notch, okay? So I want you to look right at Deadite's screen, because we know you're kind of faking this and that you're in the studio, because we got something that uh, you're going to want to make sure you have your headphones on for. Yeah, well, Jelly, make sure you get your headphones on. Uh, no earbuds, proper headphones, please. Yeah, this is very important. So, yeah, 
All right, headphones are on. Hey! Hey, Jazzy, get on my level. <laughs> oh, what is that? Let's play it one more time. Get on my level. What is that? <laughs> oh that my god! Real. It's real! Play it one more time! One more time. Hey Jazzy, get on my level. <laughs> <laughs> Where? No, no! Yeah! That's right. Listen, that's not, we we real. we were hanging out with Afro Moo and we were like, listen. Jazzy's getting a little too crazy. He's getting a little too full of himself, and you're the only one that can help us balance him out. So he was like, "It's not real. It's real, man. It's real." So listen, he was, you know, he he helped us out. Hey, Jazzy, get on my level. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I don't know if I love uh, you guys or I want to punch you in the dick. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Whew. All right. Ooh. <laughs> Big time esports <laughs> stuff happening here on the show. Uh, yeah, so that was one of Jazzy's favorite players uh, putting him on blast. So, uh, you know, if you couldn't see, we'll have the clips up for you later, but it's uh, super cool to see uh, th uh, 100 Thieves players just real, putting Jazzy on that blast. That was real. That super was super real. real. Yeah. Super real, Jazzy. That was we want to make sure that you understand how real it is. Can you well, hold on, just hold on, give hold me on. that clip so I can put it on like oh, my phone ringer, yeah, like my everything? 100% you're going to get the clip, but you're also going to get something else because okay. we want to make sure that you understand it's real. Okay. Okay, so here you go. I knew where the hat was the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the whole team signed it, man. 100 Thieves, the whole team signed the hat. And then. Oh my God. There you go. There's these two. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to move out of the way so that this guy can freak out now. <laughs> It's a, a project hat, right? <laughs> the signed project hat, yep. Signed by 100 Thieves. Now we got a nade shot here. Picture. Oh, wait. I got to put it this way. <laughs> signed. Signed. And the team pick. Signed. Pretty cool. <sighs> <laughs> We've been holding on to this for like a week, man. A week. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know. Like... I don't even know if I could do the esports now. <laughs> like, like I said, we, oh had, to, we had to level you out. You were getting, you're just getting too big for your britches there. Ooh. So, sorry, right, you guys are the best. Right, you guys are the best. You're gonna, you're gonna have to give a lot of love to Chops. Okay, this, this, uh, well, a yeah. lot of this happened thanks to him. Um, and basically, uh, we're going to for everybody that's listening. If you're, if you're live with us, hang out at the end of the show, and we'll, uh, we'll happily share the video. Um, that the Jazzy just got to watch. We'll share that with you on the stream, uh, along with some other content that we have f for the post show that no, that you know we want to share, including uh, can we can we say it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have a uh, Pokey L reaction from the big uh, Ninja Carter gazebo uh, donation yeah. last week during the show. So we're gonna play that during the post show. Uh, so a little all for coming that. at the end of the show. So hang out. Jazzy, I'm really sorry to take your thunder, <laughs> but you don't understand. I'm okay with it. I'm this okay has been with it. sitting in my house for a week, and you know, <sighs> you know me, Jazzy. I give my wife her Christmas gifts in July. Okay, <laughs> right, I can't right, do right, this. Right. It, it was hard for me not to give you that stuff. So <sighs> there we go. Let's uh, do it. Let's play it one more time. Yes. Hey, Jazzy, get on my level. That's right. <laughs> 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 so, Jazzy, uh, get on his level and give us some <laughs> esports news. I am going to try to get on his level for sure. Anyways, 
back at the Blizzard Arena. I've got big news about the biggest esports team of all time. I'm pointing to them right here. Get this shit out of here. They're gar- Get it- Garbage. 0-6. Oh <laughs> Why the fuck are they up there? We don't even know. God. Video guy, get to- I told you not to put that shit up there, alright? Anyways- <laughs> ah, it's back! It's back! Get the fuck out of here! God. Shanghai Dragons are my squad! <laughs> One team remains undefeated. That's right. The Uprising of Boston. 6-0. They beat the London Spitfire. They beat the Seoul Dynasty. That's right. Koreans couldn't even take them down. As for the Los Angeles Valiant, they lost to the Boston or the London Spitfire this weekend, 3-2. Yeah. How does the Boston Uprising win? And then the London Spitfire gets so mad that they destroy the Los Angeles Valiant. Three to two. C nine. C nine, baby. C nine. It power. is three nine. It is. It is. It's. It's a very <laughs> three even, nine power. Can't even talk. I can't even man. talk. Okay. <laughs> there's. There's a voice that keeps repeating in my head, hey, and well, I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> I can't even twirl port today, so I'm just gonna walk the hell out of here and into my next gig. <laughs> oh. Uh. Hello. Oh, hello. Can, can you hear me? Hear me. me? I'm here, I'm here, here at, at the Zenith Arena, Arena in Germany. It's a, holy crap, is there an echo in here? That's crazy. Anyways, League of Legends MSI updates. TBD. The teams apparently have been revealed. Apparently it's not the same team. I didn't know, okay? So sue me. But guess what? We got some great team names. TBD number one, Rainbow Seven. That's right. One better than Rainbow Six, because that game was trash. TBD number two, Super Massive Esports. I'm not kidding, people. This is not a tiny esports organization. They're super fucking massive. TBD number three, oh boy, Testonomics is going to love this shit. The Flash Wolves. That's right. Best team ever wins fucking everything straight. Like 17 and 0 gets the world's shit's the bank. So hopefully they do a little bit of something at MSI here for you. TBD number four is, and I quote, TBD. That's right. Sorry. There's just there's one more team out of China, and we don't know who it could be. It could either be Royal Never Give Up or Edward Gamey. We don't know. Could be Edward. Could be the guys that never give up. Stay tuned for more the next time. I got to get out of here because we got some more esports news. What the heck? No, no. I like where this is going. Whoo, this is more like it, fellas. That's right. I'm here at the esports arena in Las Vegas. Big shit happened over here, guys. Let me tell you. I don't know if you know this guy. Small Twitch streamer named Ninja. Only one person on Twitch that's bigger than Ninja. That's us, GameZilla Media. Anyways, Tess, Tess knows this guy pretty well. They're pretty much brothers. I mean, they got they they have a lot in common. You know, Ninja's first name's Tyler. Tess's middle name probably Randall. I don't know, but <laughs> there's a lot going on here. Okay. He hosted a Fortnite Battle Royale tournament. $75, got you in the door, and you can play straight off the street. You don't even have to be famous or good. 
You just had to have $75. Couldn't think of anything better to do myself, so I took $75 out of my pocket like, here, Ninja, get richer because I'm not going to win this tournament. Anyways, had some cool concepts to it. Nine total games. $75 bought you into three of those games. So basically three rounds of three. If you killed Ninja, you get $2,500. You got to kill one guy, $2,500. If you win the game, another $2,500. That's five grand if you kill one guy and win the game. That's all you got to do. Simple. You could kill Ninja last and get $5,000 for killing one guy in the game. Uh, Jazzy, we're back here in the studios. I just want to I want to ask then, how much money did you make? I made negative $75. <laughs> I don't want to tell you what happened, but I lost. Jazzy, I uh I actually you need to be honest. I appreciate you covering my entry fee, so you actually lost $150. So thanks for covering my entry fee. I thought I told you not to talk about that. We're going to have a little side conversation <laughs> about that after this, okay? Anyways, the first 3 games Dude named Blind, clearly not blind because he won the first game <laughs> and killed Ninja. So you might want to change your name, bro, because clearly you saw everything if you won the game and killed Ninja. That's five grand in your pocket. Game two, didn't kill Ninja, but you won it again. Blind? How are you going to be called blind when you won two games in a row? That No, no. You need to change. Anyways. Man, there's that blind dude that plays Street Fighter and just puts in work body and dudes. Yeah, but that's a lot of button mashing, and I'm not going to drop any names, but I know a guy named Caleb that's good at that shit, okay? So he probably could do a blind. I think he's this done enough game, to go you blind, you need to you know be able to see shit, okay? Anyways, Ninja, supposedly the best player in the world, big on Twitch. Uh, almost big, as big as we are. Big on Twitch. He's not no super massive esports, I'll tell you that. But anyways... He wins one of the nine games. How do you only win one game? You're supposed to be like this epic Fortnite god. And then you come in here and you went, shout out for putting this whole thing together. Really appreciate it. You broke the Twitch record again, like the fourth time this guy's done it. 667,000 people concurrently watching this on Twitch. That's nuts. That's like half the... What the hell? Get this shit out of here, man. Anyways. Shanghai Dragons for life. The last thing I'm going to say about this, super cool. The winner of the eighth game of this tournament for DR Storm, a 14-year-old little kid. That's right. Beat Ninja. That's all I got. Sorry. I thought I saw Ninja. I got real excited. Just talking about the trash. Didn't want him to hear it. I want to get his autograph. Anyways, that's all I got for esports. See you guys next week. <laughs> Ooh, that that oh, was esports. God, uh, what have we what have we created here? We have, what have we created? Uh, we have uh, released a monster. Huh, well, uh, hopefully you enjoyed esports and uh, as long as long because as you, it's been canceled. Yeah, because that was it. <laughs> Um, but no, we, uh, we, we do want to, um, you know, thank Jazzy for all of his hard work and all that travel. I mean, it wasn't easy to, uh, to, to get to all those stadiums across the world, but you know, super jet lag. Uh, and while he was gone, we, we had to fill a spot. So we brought, you know, um, I don't Tr- know. Trobjorn. Trobjorn. <laughs> I'm a ninja. 
Get your armor. <laughs> I say, get your armor. I like to call him a Swedish meatball. That's what I call him. I want Xander here because he does the best impression. He does a very good impression. Oh, my goodness. So that was eSports for you. Um, and we had obviously we had our nice little special surprise for uh, Jazzy Fiddle that we've been we've been dying to get out of to get uh, out here. So stay tuned for the post My show. God, I love you guys. <laughs> stay tuned for the post show. This shit is lit. <laughs> this shit is lit. All right. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? That that was that. Uh, there's no muster bust because uh, go buy God of War and play it. There you have it. That's your muster bust. Um, yeah, N- but what Nintendo about Labo's me, dead. What about me buying Burnout for twenty bucks? Okay, Burnout Paradise, twenty bucks. Heck it's on yeah. sale at Best Buy. I would say, absolutely. I think Tesh has a game he's going to buy tomorrow. He does. He's uh, going to be picking up Fractured Butthole South Park uh, for the Nintendo Switch. That's for people that can't play God of War. Fair. Seven months late. Yeah. Hey, at least you're getting it. Okay, you didn't even know if you were getting it that long ago at full price. <laughs> Yeah, you could read a blog about uh, Tess wrote a blog actually on gameslandmedia.com about um, the cost of of handheld, the cost of the Switch, basically. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. But anyways, I don't have any muster bust. We uh, we've already gone through news and esports, so we need to wrap this up. And Jazzy, tell people you know how we can keep doing cool things like traveling you around the world. Like, Listen. how do we afford to send you to an empty stadium in Germany? Yeah, you I mean, have to go... That doesn't seem like very good use of our funds. Oh, no, the, I, the empty stadium I broke into. The other two places <laughs> oh. you guys paid for. Anyways, we're not allowed back in Germany, by the way. <laughs> Anywho, go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Start your patronage today. It pays for all of my travels. And it pays for Please us. And thank you. It pays for us to get Afro Moon to say uh, three seconds worth of something too. That was I, that was know cheap. what? It's only three seconds long for a reason. Okay? I pay double that. <laughs> By the way, we're all broke now because we love you. It was like I'm gonna lose my house now, Jazzy. Yeah. Hope you're happy. Hopefully, well, yeah, this better this better make his day. I just I just bought a barbecue grill. It's got a real big box. Oh yes. And I could rebuild that box for you. Will you flex seal it so it doesn't leak? Uh, I don't know. There's extra cost to that, but I can make it into a houseboat if it was flexible. <laughs> That's true. I do want to see it as a houseboat, so I will flex seal it for you. All right. Remember to uh, to take a listen to all of our other shows. If you're into retro gaming, then Legend of Retro is where it's at. We talked about the God of War episode that they did uh, the, of the original PS2. Um, they've done they've done Blades of Steel. Hit the pass. Hit the pass. Hit the pass. <laughs> I believe it was pretty extremely accurate, yeah. and the fact that after a certain number of them, it doesn't even sound like hit the pass anymore. <laughs> oh, that was super loud. Oh my bad. That was I apologize, to everyone, about that. Oh, Dead Eye, why don't you tell people uh, if they're not getting enough Gamezilla now, what they, what can they do? What you can do is you can listen to Gamezilla Alpha. It's like GameZilla, only better because I'm not here. I don't show up to GameZilla Alpha. It's not in my contract. We spent all of our money sending Jazzy to empty stadiums around the world uh, to get me on GameZilla Alpha. What happens is Jazzy and Grim dive into one specific subject, and they take you for a ride for an hour getting in-depth. You know, we had a lot of subjects during our news and what we've been playing in eSports and we just rattle through them, you might get 5, 10, 15 minutes per subject. No, you get a full hour show or more sometimes talking about a specific uh, subject 
This past uh, show was about the Bully Hunters. Uh, and you can uh, go back and uh, listen to Jazzy and Grimm's take on on the Bully Hunters and the new episodes release on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, GameZillaMedia.com every Sunday. So you can listen to them Sunday afternoon while you're doing some work around the house or they're fresh in your uh, subscription downloads for you Monday morning when you get to work. But if you're a patron, you get access to it Thursday night. So GameZilla Alpha can be available for you much sooner with your contributions to patrons. Patreon, and we greatly appreciate the contributions you make. That keeps it so we can have GameZilla Media and all the products we offer, all the podcasts, blogs, shows, everything free because we have the support of our patrons. So we thank you so much. Join Patreon today. Yeah, and then uh, just a side note on the Alpha Show for everybody that's enjoying it. We did tell you that our first interview is coming from PAX East, and um it's coming from very far away, so that means the recording of that interview is going to be late, and that means our early access is going to be a little late. So just stay stay tuned. We will uh, keep everybody updated via Patreon, and um, but yeah, we are going to be bringing something really cool uh, this next episode. So. If you want a game with us, get in our Discord channel. If you don't have the Discord app, go ahead and sign up for a Discord account. It's completely free, and we have threads talking about video games, all sorts of stuff. Uh, you know, we have PlayStation channel, Xbox channel, MOBA channel. Uh, we have looking for groups. So if there's a game you're playing, you want someone from the GameZilla community to play with you, throw it in there looking for a group. You'll find people playing Rocket League, Fortnite, Destiny, Overwatch, uh, and Diablo, all sorts of stuff, PC gaming channel. And we even have some other channels channels that you know dive into some of our other personal interests we have a music chat we have a uh, wwe and mma chat we have a food chat the we have funko pop chat we have all sorts of stuff so there's something that's going to hit uh, a subject matter you like to talk about outside of video games so join the motor city game i mean excuse me the gamezilla media he discord did it! i he finally did, did it. it i finally fell it apart it wasn't me i am always the one that keeps it on, on track and i fell apart uh, well, I'll just I'll finish it off. I know what you're going to say. You are going to say that there is a suggestion server that you can go in and you can actually help create future projects, future channels, future things for Gamezilla based off your suggestions. So we also let this grow based off what you guys are looking for. So let your voice be heard. Join Discord today, and then don't forget about Noobs and Dragons. If you're, if you're tired of video games, you got enough video game talk, and you want to go on an adventure of Dungeons & Dragons through the sick, twisted mind of Craig WK, Noobs & Dragons, every Wednesday, follow the adventure of Jandar, Tilly, and Alistair as we um, slowly lose our minds, thanks to Craig. That's not <sighs> a joke. We're losing our minds. That's right. So uh, I think that's uh, that about wraps it up. I know Jazzy is uh, in, dis- in shock. Yeah, yeah, disbelief. We got the reaction we wanted out of him, everybody. So if you are listening to this, hey Jazzy, get on my level. <laughs> if, if you're listening to this and uh, you didn't get to tune into the stream, head on over to twitch.tv slash GameZilla Media and you can watch the video on demand and uh, you'll be able to see or be able to, to enjoy some of it. But uh, otherwise, the post show. That's where we're going to actually, people are going to be able to see this and see that it's real. Thanks for hanging out on episode 205 of the Games Little Podcast. Um, Test, thank you for all the hard work. Jazzy Fiddle, thank you for not pooping your pants. We had a bet going that you might crap yourself. You held it together pretty well. 
Did I actually, I, I had, a, I've checked the square for emotional tears. Yeah. So I think I was closer to emotional tears yeah. than uh, bowel distress. And uh, Dead Eye, um, just, you know, thanks for being here, I guess. Angry Birds is the goal! Uh, I broke that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, thanks for uh, hanging out. And remember, we are the Elite DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game, game on! on. Yes. Hey, Jazzy. Get on my level. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my god, it's so good.